It's Pal the New Zealand Blood Bowl podcast. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to Pal New Zealand's own Blood Bowl podcast. We're here this evening with Dunky Tricky Trickster from Down Dunedin Way, who's waving at a camera on the podcast. Good man. <laughs> um, we have Chris Toffer Toffer Grage, who's just come back from United States, Yolandistan. I have, yes. Hello, how are we? And of course, we've got the wonderful, wonderful Arlo from uh, Hawke's Bay Way to talk to us about the Hawke's Bay Horn. Everything Hawke's. <laughs> <laughs> and by the looks of the result table, a few other things as well. So, Tricky, you were just saying how we, we've been we've been neglecting the New Zealand Blood Bowl scene in favour of... Well, yeah, absolutely. You know, we've been all carried away with these World Cup people and, you know, everything like that. And we forget the grassroots you know, Blood Bowl. I, I gotta say, Alo, like I'm looking at that role set. You, you were the TO, were you? I wasn't the TO, but I was the writer of the building your roster section of the rules. Um, oh, right. This, like, if you if you look through that, firstly, the the whole roster, the oh, the whole package looks just beautiful. It wasn't fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really, I really, really like the flavor of this build pack so i might you know let you probably let you take us through some of that creation stuff because it's like it's it's great nice well uh when i had when i was building this rule set i had in mind um a conversation i've i've sort of tried to have a, a couple of times at least once on this podcast which is that i think death zone is underrated mm. and so i had a good read of it and i was like what what can we take out of there and you know, I, I I jumped on giants. They they look like just so much fun. Um, yes. and I didn't have a giant. Nobody I knew had a giant, so it would it would make for something different in Blood Bowl here anyway. That's a neat. So idea. um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So the, the the giant is just such a cool modeling option as well. You know, like I have two, and um, I've only <laughs> played with them with my son and stuff. But yeah, I love I love them. I love them. I've got a I, I love the fact that not a single other person I know has one, and yet you've got two. <laughs> I've got two. I've, I, I, I have. I, and the secret I, monster shark giant or whatever. I have. The I have one. Giant. I've got. <laughs> I've got one. I, I, I modelled one up from a Dungeons and Dragons model. Uh, I I went all in on the Windsor Chug. You know, the, I don't know if you saw any Windsor, yeah. Windsor Chugs miniatures. Uh, and he went to, he's a sculptor who does, does a lot of the Forge World stuff now. Oh, yeah. And his giant, I just was like, wow, I got, I've got to have that. Yeah, absolutely. Giants, um, just some things that have been percolating around. I was like, okay, well, how, how do we make Blood Bowl a little bit different, but not um, too different so that uh, it, it can still be uh, a game that people recognize and play competitively? Um, so I thought, okay, look, Let's go fluff-driven design. We'll have have some bullet points that um, sort of evoke an atmosphere. And what I settled on in the end with the local peculiarities. In the coastal marshlands of the Orcs Bay, goblin mercenaries offer up their services to the least discerning bidder. bidder. <laughs> the idea that there's like big and little. Yep. The infrequent yep. giant can always be frowned. The weather is always sunny, except for when it isn't. Well, a reference to our recent cyclone. Yeah, yeah. Strong brews make fools of the best of us. Well, that's pretty generally applicable in New Zealand and <laughs> elsewhere. And drums, drums in the deep. Nice. So uh, apart from like plucking out nuggets from uh, Death Zone, like Hetty Brew, 
um, which is yeah. just uh, just gold. Didn't didn't end up actually making it onto any of the teams, but it should have. Right. Um, yeah. You get D three players with Stunty gaining Dauntless and Frenzy and really stupid. <laughs> um, like if you don't have another option for dealing with a giant, that could do it. Maybe yeah, I guess yeah. you'd have to roll oh. a six on your Dauntless, yeah. but <laughs> yeah. it goes from almost that fluff you're bringing in to then. And there was some good discussion beforehand, um, like, uh, what what can you do about a giant? Giant strength, seven piece with multiple block, yeah. Yeah. and mighty blow plus two. You know, people get scared. It, also, taking up four squares on the pitch, you yeah. know, one of those ones where you can't push it back. It's got break tackle, so they were actually quite mobile when they yeah. when they chose to be, charging across the the pitch um mm-hmm. yeah. a, a real worry so there was some some discussion about what to do with it beforehand hypnotize it came up dauntless yeah. um maybe. Well, you know to, to be honest you crunch the numbers you get uh, as long as you're only rolling two dice uphill and you've got block and they don't it's not too bad it's not too bad mm-hmm. and they are really mm-hmm. expensive as well Three hundred thousand gold pieces 350 they're Three? outrageous yeah, three fifty. Sorry, three fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how many? Um, how many ended up actually getting it, taken in the tournament? Two got brought from Wellington. I did play a practice game with a giant, but it it hollowed out my Norse roster so much that um, yeah, for sure. Oh, I think they were they would be best for a team where they're filling a gap that that team you know can't otherwise fill. Yeah, um, yeah. and you a can, low you value. Can, you can only have two pegs on the Norse roster, okay? <laughs> that sounds more like you know some incestuous pig farmer that's not really <laughs> the norse roster and perhaps it is i don't know I, I, i'm not here to judge absolutely mm-hmm. so two 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 turned up yeah two turned up and the thing was honestly um all of that fluff aside un- underneath that was the provincial championships rule set yeah. Uh, from later this year, the, the teams event in New Zealand. And the key part of that is you get star player points and you're free to do with them as you wish. So you can stack skills, you can buy secondaries, um, you know. So that was, I think, the route that more people went. Um, no, okay. Looking at Nigel's corn uh, team, they're in tier three, but they were getting 66 star player points to spend. Yeah. So that's, mm. what, 11 primaries? <laughs> you know? <Yeah. laughs> you get a skill, you get a skill. <laughs> is there any caps on them? Sometimes people cap you with, like, four skills, but can you actually... There is a cap. No more than four um, duplicates. So no more than four block, yep. for example, um, added. And no individual player can have more than the six max. And that's that's yeah. so that's um, similar to the the mainland bowl rule set. I think they're three, but yeah, yeah. Um, Top of the giant, though, there was a couple of other like special players you could get there as well. Yeah, the little side of the big little. So that was the um, the local mercenaries. We we decided that mega stars were out for this tournament. They're too big. They're not going to show up to the Hawks Bay. Oh, okay. But yeah. we yeah. could make our own stars. So we had a chainsaw orc. We had a stunty, dirty player goblin, and we had a squig. Um, I right. think that one was pretty much copied verbatim from Threadball. They have a squig. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did someone said no one took the squig. Oh, I, no. I even I even printed one out and painted it up. And no, we we had some fun practice games 
So, so with, with them with them not going into that part of the right. So they didn't they didn't take the squig. They, they didn't. Did they did many go for the wandering goblins? I think Nick did. Did he? Yeah, we did have we did have a couple of goblins. Um, team who came second, Dan's Dark Elves took a took the um, I think the stabbing goblin. Oh yeah. Oh good. Of yeah, you know, fifty k becomes quite appealing to a high team value roster. 80k for a goblin with sneaky get and date player. Mm. See, see, that's that's, and I'm kind of like looking at that. I'm like, how do you how do you make people lean more into that kind of matter? So did a, mm. so a lot a lot of people took just kind of a, like came along to Orcs Bayhorn with these options to take goblins and and a orc with a chainsaw and a giant, but actually a lot of people just came with a vanilla team. Or did you find that? Um, um, I would say most people leaned into the skill oh, stacking cool. side. Cool. So you might blow on it. Mm. There were a lot of blocks around. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I can just see the giant opportunity. I'm like, that's oh, all. I'm me too. Eh? I, yeah. I think I would have been like, I don't care uh, what I'm doing. I'm taking a giant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And come in last our, with our a smile on my face. Giants were fun. One of them was a, a giant mushroom figure. That's Mashumi. He has a mushroom coach, a mushroom giant. Uh, who knows yeah. what's and next it, for him? That guy. And it was on a, uh, a gherkin lid. So, yeah. That doubled as the stunned marker. He, he pulled it off the blue tack, and underneath it said stunned on the gherkin lid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. All right. I approve of that one. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, well done. Well done, Mashumi. So, so, how, did, how did the weekend go anyway? How was it? The weather was. Utterly atrocious. We'd had just warm, sunny breezes, mild breezes every day, and then the weekend rained solid. We had uh, one, so we had 14 um, confirmed, and then one dropped out a uh, day before due to testing positive for COVID. So oh, um, a bit like, oh, how do we how do we make this work? Nick really didn't want to sit out um, another one of his own tournaments, and yeah. you know, fair enough. So. Um, well, you say that. Out he just buy. the World Cup. Surely he's had a fair <laughs> dose of blood bowl. This is victory well, he, he came back. This is victory this tournament. Um, and it was really important to him. Uh, he wanted to play classic vamps um, uh, to reach his 30 races um, in a tournament. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. All right. Now, I approve of that. I'll, I'll let him off on that one. There's only so many more weeks yeah. that you're going to be able to do that. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, I mean, also, he was... Uh, he, he was pitching it in terms of anyone who beats him gets a whole load of NAF points, internet points, something um, <laughs> because of his uh, success in, in the World Cup. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure he was two draws and a loss. I think Mashumi beat him. Can you shut he's, up again? He's quite a long way down the pack there, yeah. He's quite <laughs> yeah, a long yeah, way down he's, the pack. He's, he's three touchdowns, four, four against, and only a total of nine points. So mm-hmm. he's, um, yeah, tenth out of... So how did the weekend go? That that was the yeah. that was the downsides out of the way. Everything else was golden. A lot of fun games. Um, some great highlights. Mashumi played his hundredth game of Blood Bowl tournament. Blood Bowl. Well, good on um, Wow. I know. I thought he would have been way ahead of that, but um, apparently, yeah. you know, takes a while to get that high. Yeah. There was wonderful Hawks Bay hospitality. We met up for a drink on Friday night. Nick was hosting two folks at his house. As well. and, and there so were some great prizes. 
Um, there was uh, engraved mugs for all the winners. There were uh, World Cup Red Leaf Mercenaries dice for everyone who attended. Oh, awesome. Um, there was some other World Cup uh, swag. So as well as Nigel and his corn coming away first, Dan and his Dark Elves coming away second, and Steve and his Chaos Chosen coming away third, we had uh, Josh, a local, with his Wood Elves that he had painted in the four days prior to the tournament when he dropped his Goblin roster last minute, having been, uh, uh, I guess, dissuaded. Um <laughs> On the, <laughs> on the dissipated on the practice pitch, yeah, yeah, from yeah. running them in the tournament. Uh, he got top sport. Um, Tom and his imperial nobility got wooden spoon, and Vinny makes the best wooden spoons around. And James yeah, McNally got huge. best rookie for playing in his first uh, NAF tournament uh, oh, with cool. his high elves. Yeah, no, I, 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 I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at an imperial nobility wooden spoon in our local league at the moment. That's that's where I am. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, I just nice. couldn't get on top of that team at all. But there we go. I, I just want a big shout out to Josh though, because the the Wood Friday agreement is that's a very good. That, that is, is a, a good, very good. That's wood a good team name. name. Yeah, that's a great team <laughs> yeah. name. Yeah. Well, Alan, do you want to take us through your build and how how you how you went? Yeah. I've been trying my best to remember it. There, there are some, there are some key moments. So um, my build, I've been playing Norse um, all this year. My plan was to play a team for a year. Last year was Orcs. This year is Norse. Well, I guess I'm getting softer over time. <laughs> the the best defense is uh, offense with Norse. That's it. That's it. So I I'd played uh, Norse pretty recently in tournaments, maybe a month before at Greenstone Cup up in Auckland, and. I think I'd come middle of the pack. And for that game, I'd taken a Yeti, and they just hadn't performed. Um, hadn't been the killing machine I'd looked for. They'd been unreliable, stranded a few times. My positioning isn't good enough mm. to yeah, make make use of them well, I don't think. So I took others' advice and went for Berserkers with Guard instead to make up that sort of strength hole in the team and a roster of... I think it was 15 players, two two boars, 13 others. Well, it's a pretty deep um, roster. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty deep roster. No Apo, I, I think that's a bit of a toss-up. I might go Apo next time because I really tend to rely on the Velks and the Ulfwerners. Um, yeah. I leaned into uh, sort of changing how the opponent plays by choosing Kick on one of my linemen. A pretty classic um, tournament Norse roster, I think, looking around. No, and I think I think like I, I've taken big guys to tournaments and in leagues, and you you have those times when you're like, oh, thank God I took the ogre or whatever. And then other tournaments, I remember I took uh, Skaven to a tournament in Wellington years ago and took and took the rat ogre, and he was just a absolute waste of time. The whole thing for an entire tournament, just a total waste of time. But then on another day, oh, no. you thank. Goodness, they're there on the line of scrimmage. Otherwise, it would have all gone horribly wrong. Yeah. You know, uh, I did, I did yeah. like... that happens with a lot of so many things. You know, I was saying uh, on go to some of the folks down here. It's like you know, playing as dwarves or something. We all hate to play a damn good dwarf coach because you just can't get a block in edgeways. Yeah, but yeah. you play as dwarves, and you're always two squares short of where you want to be. <laughs> That's it. Um, exactly. 
Yeah. So, you know, it, it's a good old rat ogre. You never want to see them on the pitch. And then when you've actually got one on your team, you're like, hooray! Oh, they can't block for diddly. That's oh, it. What, no. What's he doing all the way over there, ro- wandering about like an idiot? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. at the ground. Yeah. Mm. And, and, and now now killing all your pieces that's it, yeah. as well, you know? That's, that's the, um, the new yeah, thing. Yeah. <laughs> I did think with Nick the, uh, the other day when he was saying like how, how to like with the Minotaur. Well, he was more talking about the Minotaur or the but the Roger as well. And blitz, not using it to blitz, but blitzing things onto it. You know, and I, I've mm-hmm. never really thought of that. I I tend to like you know get my cow and point it the way I want it to go, and you know that's <laughs> that's you know it's it's just, it's just what's meant to happen, you know. But no. Yeah. Nigel uh, did a great job of that um, blitzing people onto the blood spawn in my game against his corn. Yeah, um, yeah, really taking taking that ad- that advice to heart. Um, and Nigel had th- that that advice from from Nick. Um, actually, his his was two piece of advice to me. One was if you're going to use the yeti blitz um, opponents into the yeti's tackle zones. The other was. Um, I'm spending too much of my time thinking about what to do with the Yeti instead of like the positioning of my whole team. Uh, let it go. It's kind of like not having a dirty player and just trying to figure out how to make those fouls work um, with whoever you've got at the time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then Nigel's, Nigel's big advice from Greenstone was don't rush the touchdowns. It's like uh, hold your ball in your own deep in your own half until you're ready to go for it. Don't waste players on a cage. Um, just know that they can't get there. And if, if they break through into your half, you can run around them sort of thing. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah no, that's, that, was that another... is a good, good bit of advice actually for the, the slightly lighter, but punchier kind of uh, teams. And also is obviously a great example of that. Yeah. Hold, hold the ball and control it and hope, and hope, well, you, the... hope you've got enough players left on the pitch to help you do that. <laughs> Oh, well, if you're rolling nothing but double happy faces, then there's only so much you can do, hey? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, actually, speaking of rolling double happy faces, um, I, I think Tim Selwood, um, who took Chaos Renegade with three big guys, had an atrocious tournament. Four big oh, guys wow. doing nothing. Um, coming in ninth, um, you know, uh, above... Josh, who had a very tough tournament. Um, Nick, who kept casting his own players with his vampires. Um, <laughs> yeah. Only, only by yeah. just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, I, I'll tell you, though, it, it is the only way to run Chaos Renegade. It's a free big guys. That's that's the reason they're there. You've got to, <laughs> you know, you just, but you've got to manage them somehow. But um, I just, yeah, I love it. Three big guys, and I'm loving a rogue and a, and a minotaur at the moment. Um, am I having any success with them? No, absolutely not. But <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> well, Nick had, uh, uh, sorry, Tim had had painted his really nice. I think he won best painted. Um, oh, so cool. that was yeah, that was really cool. You know, every, every, everyone got something, even if it wasn't um, close to the top of the table. Fair enough. Oh, nice. Fair enough. I see. I see. Um, so, Vinny took Chaos Chosen. Um, did he take uh, the the minute the same Minotaur build that he took to um, to Kaz? Do you know, or did he play with them a little bit? Ooh, I, 
I didn't face um, oh, okay. Vinny's Chaos Chosen. I was going to say that's a pretty yeah. good, pretty good <laughs> setup for a uh, for a chosen team. I can only assume it was all Beastmen. So um, the Chaos Chosen team I did play, Steve's, um, who ended up coming third. Yeah, we drew in round five, um, a nil all draw, um, as we timed out in his offensive half mm. um but me having uh turned over the ball um he had uh not given block to many players right like there wasn't block on his ogre um actually that that ogre was an was an utter menace i had a valkyrie with the ball one square from the um end zone about to you know ready to score and decided to stall one turn and and overlooked the ogre's position which could is a three ogre plus or, dodge or, on an ogre? minotaur no this was this was uh ogre on the chaos ogre. chosen yeah oh, okay gotcha yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it sounds unusual, doesn't it? It but, does. Yeah, yeah you, uh, I, I know that you can't. I just, yeah, I was just double checking. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm certainly seeing this uh, a bit of that. You've got the three options. You got the troll. You got the miner. You got the ogre. And and you know, I'm good at bluff old traditionalist. I am. I'm totally fine with a miner. But um, I must admit, it's oh, the the it's a bit of a double edged sword, and I can see why perhaps you know some of the. Uh, some of the meta out there seems to be talking about um, uh, using the ogre instead. So well, he's slightly cheaper, isn't he? Huh? Yeah, yeah. What forty? Oh, no. Yeah, it's it's there's not much in it, but you know, if if all you need is that sort of you know, can't remember what it is like twenty k difference, uh, and you're like, well, is frenzy really going to get me that much? Um, then yeah, it's it is the sort of thing that that can help tip mm. the balance. Yeah, a little bit more reliable. A little yeah. bit more reliable. Anyway, that, that Chaos Ogre um, made a four-plus dodge and two go-for-its and sacked my um, sacked Oof. my Valkyrie as, as she was trying to stall one more turn. I think I didn't want to score in turn four or something and give him four turns on the yeah. return. But uh, what, what that were turned into the about not scoring too early earlier on? <laughs> That's it, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll be fine from that four plus ogre dodge. It'll be fine. Oh dear. <laughs> I I literally I I don't think I looked at it at all. It, it was invisible to me in terms of dodging when I was thinking of the position of the players. It, it, it was a big surprise, and he saw it on my face, and it was it was one of those laughing moments because I'm just horrified. <laughs> Oh, you poor thing! So that that was a real highlight from uh, yeah my my draw in round five against Steve's Chaos Chosen, and he he went into um, he went on to take third place. Uh, if I'd beaten him, I would have made second place because I had the highest opponent score. Yeah. Um, so yeah. It, it, a lot of pressure on that game five. I was definitely yeah. slipping. Steve was definitely slipping, and we were both uh, sort of laughing about it, and sort of also pretty intensely wanting to win. I was, I was really yeah. glad for him. Oh, uh, good. Yeah, that sounds like uh, a great game. Yeah, it was a great game. There were there were some, uh, you know, exciting games, and there were some great games. Um, my game against 
Dan was exciting. Dan and his Dark Elves in round two. Um, he's a local here, so I've got to play him a few times before with sort of um, same race, similar builds. Mm. And um, just that chance to play an opponent uh, a- again and again and sort of remember what has worked, what hasn't worked, wonder mm. whether they've learned from previous games. Um yeah, that was that was that was a great moment. With Dark Elves, I I never really felt safe, even um, into the second half as he's throwing players into my cage and they're just <laughs> falling on the ground and hurting themselves. Excellent, very good, very good. <laughs> yeah, that was the Dark Elves um, round one against the Imperial Nobility. Um, I I pretty quickly got up um, casualties and just uh, stayed in command of that game. The frustrating part was. Every so often, my players would bounce off. I expect yeah. them to go through, and they're just left standing there. I'm like, what? What? A lot, of, lot of fend and a lot of stand firm. Yeah. Interesting team to play, but um, didn't help them no. get anything higher than the bottom of the table. That's it. In Interesting is yeah. a good word. Not fun. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! It's well, fun. it's just like two then, fun, um, isn't it? You know, that's fine. You can't always have type one fun. No, that's it. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. <laughs> then um round round three, um I'd won two and I was against Nigel, uh who'd won two on the top table. This yeah. was I started off playing on table one, which had the World Cup uh scrunchy pitch. So this was very exciting. This is the closest I'm gonna get to NAF World <laughs> Cup, you know, twenty twenty three. It's playing on the pitch for three games. This round three yeah. was my last game on the top pitch. That was against Nigel. And I felt out of control from the the first couple of turns of that game um sort of jumping in a swimming pool you know like <laughs> gasping water and gasping air and like <laughs> am i gonna make it out um yeah. oh, it was right. it was so much fun um and uh you know i took a couple of pictures of him um at one stage of the game and shared them in the in the discord channel he was also finding it a bit intense. Afterwards, I was a little bit surprised. I was like, oh, absolutely screwed up my offensive drive. His offensive drive, I was trying to slow it, trying to slow it, couldn't stop it before the line. Yeah, Maybe I think he had a, an unexpected double fail and then a quick turn or something that left me with a chance at the ball carrier and I popped it loose and managed to managed to run it just a few squares too far from him to actually score in the last couple of turns so um, it was a nil all draw in the end um, mm. I was down casualties I'd taken about wow. six casualties or something and he couldn't believe I still had players on the pitch oh but you had this nice um, deep bench yeah sure I had yeah. this nice deep bench you know I had a 15 player roster yeah yeah so, um, so that was pulling, pulling that was, the linos out. Yeah. <laughs> and another one bites the dust. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that was feeling pretty intense, um, that draw. And, and Nigel was saying at the end of the day, well, you know, this is, this is real Blood Bowl. Well, he, he went on to have more uh, intense games the next day. I, I think he played, yeah, he played Mashumi at least um, on that next day. Utterly, utterly uh, destroyed that team. caused caused a lot of cash against those uh, old world alliance. So it looks like it looks um, like on on day two, a lot of people just kind of worked up and bounced off Nigel. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, let, let me just wrap up round round four because it, it, yeah, it had sure. a major yeah. highlight. I was playing Mashumi. He was he was um, onto his hundredth game of um, 
tournament blood bowl. So, um, you know, quite a quite a coach. Um, he was playing yeah. Old World Alliance, but he was playing it dirty. Oh, so dirty. Oh, yeah. I don't think he I realized that he guard. Was. That guy. Um, <laughs> well, I, I came up against him at um, Greenstone Cup, and he was playing a, a, a filthy, dirty underworld denizens team. <laughs> yes. Grab, grab people behind their lines and snotling foul them out of existence. Well, this this tournament, he was doing the same with dwarves. And I thought I'd learn my lesson. He had a he had a giant, so this great big blocking giant in the middle of the pitch. Um, and <laughs> I did a pretty good job of working around that giant, and um, yeah. it it did minimal injuries to my team, knocking his players into the way, so it couldn't really move forwards. It couldn't really get into contact. Yeah. But just around the edges, he was freaking grabbing my players, knocking them down, and fouling them off the pitch every oh, turn. I took 11 cares that game. I've never taken double-digit <laughs> cares in a match wow. before. It was just utterly brutal. <laughs> that guy, eh? <laughs> Jesus. So, yeah, I think it was a highlight. Be, I don't know why we let him play. He would I really be, don't. His, <laughs> I told you, that's the metagame. Happy you place. can't let him play. Um, his dark, happy place just... Fouling yeah. like a like a McKenzie. Yeah. <laughs> Fouling like a McKenzie. Like See, this is what I thought. He's got daddy issues. He played his he played his dad at Greenstone Cup and got pitch cleared. This is just yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's the brutal cycle. It's vicious. So it was a five round tournament, and that was your round four. That was my round four, and then I had my round five against Steve, which I've already yes absolutely. mentioned. That was his yeah. game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, one one of the highlights. Oh, um, it was a giant, um, a giant making a runaway. There was a there was a giant who I'm pretty sure intercepted the ball, um, and then scored a touchdown. Um, Excellent. Yeah, terrific. They Very they good. get a yeah. plus one um, on their rolls to intercept. Yeah, uh, yeah. Gotcha. yeah which yeah, is yeah. awesome because they're so tall. Which is absolutely Brilliant. awesome. <laughs> a a giant Scott, and that is. That is right here. That's the, that's the first in New Zealand Blood Bowl. <laughs> it is, you're right. Yep. Well, we think it is. Well, yeah. it's all about Blood Bowl. Please, Blood please Bowl do was, call uh... in, listener, if, if we're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all here, though, aren't we? So, uh, all we all four of us are here. <laughs> Angus, check it out for us. Uh... <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, fantastic. So, so uh, a great, a great, um, a great weekend in the Hawks Bay. Tremendous, tremendous weekend in the Hawks Bay. Thanks for the couple of folks who came out from Wellington and the couple of folks who yeah. came out from Palmy and Nigel for coming all the way down from Tauranga. Um yeah, yeah, it's lovely to it, it was get um, the since we had um, the Hawks Bay Blood Bowl League resurrected this last year. So we had some locals coming out to their first tournament. Um, yeah, that's yeah, awesome. A bit of that's awesome. That's what we like to hear. More than area. Yeah, and I, yeah, I just like to hear the the hospitality up there as well. Fantastic. Sounds great. You know, sounds like um, sounds like a great time. So you know, all all you blood bowl players from up and down the country, especially in the deep south, um, <laughs> looking at nobody in particular. Yeah, <laughs> make sure you get up to the Hawks Bay at some point as well. So. It's, it's, you know, we, um, I, I definitely it would be it would be on my list. I've just got to. I've actually i had this, <laughs> i had this conversation some years ago actually with the, with the boys from the Hawks Bay that we were sitting in the uh, domestic terminal in uh, in uh, Auckland Airport one year chatting with them about that 
that problem of holding a tournament in one of the more kind of regional centres rather than just Auckland, Wellington and Christchurch, it means mm. that if you're not a person who lives in Auckland or Wellington or Christchurch because of the the transport and the travel, it becomes very expensive yeah. very, very quickly if you're doing regional to regional. So if you're trying to do Dunedin to the Hawke's Bay or you're trying to do um, from Paraparaumu to... Um, uh, Tauranga or something like that, it all gets very complicated very quickly, particularly if you have to try and cross the Cook Strait. Yeah, it is a little thing with that that base of players up there, especially like in the North Island where you can you can have the Wellington to the Hawks Bay, I think it's okay and stuff, and you know it's a it's a bit easier and and, and you well you look at it like um, oh, this this is almost a segue, Simon, for you, but you know when you're thinking the the Premier. Um, the Premier South Island Tournament uh, Mainland Bowl. That's just about the only tournament we got here, isn't it? So you know, whereas uh, well, you, it's difficult you to see... improve on perfection, really. I mean, if it, if we've already uh, the South Island's already got that pre- that Premier, as you say, that you use the word there. You know, like why I'm number one. Why try harder? You know, that's the yeah. <laughs> it's really puts the Premier and Premier in. You know, it's just. I've... But yeah, well, shall we use that then, that expert segue that um, Tricky very kindly set up for us there? He's a clever man. He's a clever man. I am a clever man. Well, it's I'm not a Yeah. Did you have something you wanted to talk about for uh, mainland and uh, going in there as well? I did okay, have a couple of things. Away. Two weekends no. away. Is it two weekends away? It's two it weekends is, away, right? It's about a week and a half away from time of recording. Wow, exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, look, it's not far away. I'm not sure what else more we could say. We've touched on it a few times. I don't know if you boys have got any rosters that you wanted to share or or points of excitement or what you were looking forward to. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, running my roster. I don't want to share it quite yet, but um, oh, you actually know what squirrel. I'm uh, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it's... Um, uh, uh, the, my biggest issue is painting at the moment. Um, um, it's just the, the miniatures I'm painting are just a wee bit fiddly, and um, my brushes. I, I can I can blame everything. I can blame everything, especially my level. There's a saying about bad workmen and their tools, you know. Yeah, no, no. It's uh, it is a bad workman. I like I I can I. There is the first time I've ever because they're, they're nice miniatures, and it's the first time I ever was like, oh. Do you know what? I might hand these over to um, James uh, down here, and James is a very good painter. I've I've never I've never ever um, mm. not painted my own miniatures. You know, like some of my mates maybe. Absolutely. Who is this? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm usually the one just... diving off the paint jobs. You're the one who's all, all into paintbrushes and you know yeah. sucking on carbonic paint fumes. I, I I think though I really think it is uh, they're um, 3D printed. I don't know if it's just the, the the difference between painting them and the Games Workshop plastic is just a bit. And and then I've had this problem with my blooming uh, primer spray as well, which has set me back. And that was yeah. So anyway, they're they're very close. They're very close, and that but they're not going to look wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So um, no, I'm, I'm um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously I'm very, very excited as well. And I'm just figuring out 
everything in terms of that. And um, yeah, no, it's um, it's going to be great. It's going to be great to just you know roll some dice. Nice. Um, it's, just, it's been a bit quiet down here. Uh, we got our final round, and it's been like uh, anyway. Ed, things have been a bit tough uh, just with busyness and stuff. So I haven't been able to get my final round in. So and I've got to I've got to win my final round to get in the playoffs down here. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You're holding a up couple of weeks. Sorry, I'm not holding up the playoffs. I think everyone else is on the final round as well. Um, but it just seems like this last round has been longer. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, it seems like a wee while between drinks. So, yeah, <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. all right. Well, I think we'll just say that. Hey, we're looking forward to having the um, mainland bowl here coming up in uh, yeah about a week and a half. Yeah, um, I look forward to seeing you at its spiritual home at the Pegasus Arms, just on the terrace by the um, by the hospital there. So, twenty eighth, twenty ninth. 9 a.m. sharp on Saturday. See Lovely. you there, ladies and gentlemen. Very cool. Um, yeah. Uh, that, right. So we're going to talk about this one. Yeah. Yep. Bit the, of vampires. Uh, bit of vampires. Yeah. So what do we what do we all think then of the new the new roster? I like oh, it. I'm stoked. I I, I I like what they've done. They're, they're following in the vein of the. Lizards of the Flings and of the Zons, where they are taking a fairly, you know, I'm not going to say disinteresting, but a certainly a fairly flat roster and adding a bit of extra terrain in there. So, because mm. mm. there's a few positionals now, there's a bit different. What do you think of the big guy? This is a, they've got a big guy now. They have, yeah, absolutely. I don't, I'm not sure about that big guy. He sounds like a massive liability in more more than mm. a lot of other big guys because his bloodlust. Yeah. He's on a, a a different role for. He's on a four plus, I think. He's so he's three plus, two plus if you blitz or block. Yeah. Oh, okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah, two plus if you blitz or block. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, it makes yeah. it slightly better. It's it. It is it is interesting. I um and and now I've played two games against the new roster. Um and that's against the Buzz uh Buzzball or Bob Soul on um on uh, online and yep. uh, which has been fun. Um and I I've been beaten both times. Now he he completely avoided the vampire blitzer, uh which I probably would agree with. Um, I, I don't, I don't know about uh, about those vampire blitzers with with their with their bloodlust. Is they they four plus as well? You know, three plus, it's three plus, three plus, yeah, three plus, two plus. You know, it's mm, anyway, um, not great. I don't think. Um, I guess the as well, they've, they've always had that problem that if you take. Like under the previous roster where you just had vampires, you didn't have all the positionals. You take six vampires on your team. Well, one of them rolls bloodlust each turn. That's the on on average. Yeah. If you if you if you you know if your dice are, are yeah. being perfectly middle of the road for you, that's a bloodlust every turn. So if you've got to, if you're not going to take yeah. six yeah. vampires, then I can see why you would drop the blitzers mm. rather than the thrower and the runner. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thrower is the yeah. classic vampire. Yeah. Right there, yeah. there. Everything was good about vampires. Uh, the, the the thrower is an amazing piece. So he he took both throwers, 
um, who have been brilliant. Um, it was raining, so they didn't throw as much last game we were playing. Um, the runner, which I was a bit like, mm, uh, it's a bit squishier. I haven't managed to squish it yet, but man, they can shift. Yeah, they can shift. Yeah. You know, like it, it, movement eight is fantastic. Uh, that bloodlust, what two plus as well, was it? Yeah. Um, so that's that's a really, really nice piece. Um, obviously, with hypnogaze, still kind of like a, a guided missile of hypnogaze. Yeah, open up that yeah, cage yeah. corner and yeah. in comes your thrower. Yep, for sure. That's it. And hypnogaze has been completely like, um, opposite of nerfed uh you know pumped up it, like it's it's brilliant now isn't it? It, it it um it strips your skills it's um yeah you know so you know my my like you get two of them things in there one opens up the cage the other takes block off my ball carrier then a thrower walks in and just smashes them you know yeah, yeah. which is pretty pretty cool I, I really want to see the Batoger in action, you know? Batoger, like brilliant. He, uh, <laughs> uh, it was stolen from another podcast. <laughs> anyway. Um, yes, yes, so, it's fine. Uh, we'll go with that. We made it up. Yeah, made yeah, it yeah, 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 yeah. For the first Copyright. time, first time ever Copyright. used Copyright. in New Zealand. That's that's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Um, we, um, yeah, like, I'd really like to see where it goes because someone was saying how with it, like if if you with this new bloodlust role, basically you've got a lot of options to kind of you know not not use it as it's better than other negatrates because you can kind of adjust it slightly, yeah. you know. Um, although it does result in a turnover, you know. So it's like I, I don't know. Um, I'd, I'd 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 really like to see how they could play out, and I think a good coach. Uh, when that's, that's not me. <laughs> although, although recent farm may may yeah, say, no, uh, you've, uh, you've moved up the up the up the list there, mate. We've, we're hearing good run. things. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> only from me. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I think a good coach would be able to manipulate some of that stuff. But then the one the one I've just found out, and I don't know if this is FAQ'd, um, pro um, because uh, Bob Soul first first. Um, First skills on his vampire has been pro, and that that makes All sense to me. Your vampires, mm. yeah, but does not work if you are prone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did not know that. I did not know that. Um, I don't know where that was at FAQ'd, but um, prone does not work. And um, and this is this is coming, you know, off the fumble, which is usually the most like directly you know related to the rules Krista kind of prides himself on that so yeah which mm. is which was yeah interesting so um i was kind of like oh that's interesting at least so if you're bloodlust and you're on the floor it's uh, you can't pro it and then you've got to do other things from there you know so sure. yeah, yeah sure. you can still change your turn to do what you want to do well, I mean, to bite a thrall and not in, not turn over. It's the it's yes. the most negatable nega trait, if that sentence makes sense. Yes, I yes. I think that's what I was kind of trying to uh, dig at as well, that you can change what you're doing, can't you? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So you, Which you, is, yeah. You, know, so, you know that you've rolled it 
before you start doing anything. And so you can go, right, well, I'll run over here instead then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And and, and uh, Bob, Bob Sol, the, um, the coach, um, I think it may be Australian, may, may be Kiwi. I'm, I'm not too sure. I'd have to check. But he's, uh, he's a pretty handy coach, very good with his positioning. With vampires and he's just he's building them up nicely for the next uh, double season. So yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how they go. I, I've <laughs> slowly convinced him to get the Batoga through the chat. I'm like, you should probably save for a Batoga <laughs> just because I want to see it. <laughs> I want to see it, and I, I do think it's got a lot of modeling opportunities. Yeah. Um, oh, and, I, yeah. I want to have a little rant about that Batoga. The, the yeah. uh, coming from a Norse coach for a year, a Yeti's 140k claws frenzy unchanneled fury of and armor nine, a Vargeist armor 10 claws frenzy regeneration and bloodlust, which I would oh argue is goodness. better than unchanneled fury. Mm-hmm. Unchanneled fury, yeah. if you're stranded, you're either using the blitz or you're rolling four yeah. plus to move. Bloodlust. Oh, they got a three plus to move, a two plus to yeah. blitz if they want to. If they, yeah. um, you know, throw a block and fail their bloodlust, they can turn it into a move action. Like, mm. yeah, r- ridiculous. And you can stick them in the middle of everything with armor ten regeneration. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my, my yeti leaves the pitch or wanders around, and it doesn't know the <laughs> meaning of. Vargeist, uh for a coach who can teach them how to use claws sounds yeah. just so much more of a hard hitter and with so much more longevity on the pitch. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it is a pretty model. And it is a pretty model. Uh, it, mm, and you it know, it's opens. one of those ones, you know, where you go like what we do in the shadows or something, you kind of get yeah, that feel it. that yeah, they yeah, can yeah. bring. All, all of the possible options of of what a uh, vampire could be, rather than just well, it's one size fits all. Away we go. Um, yeah. yeah, they actually feel like they're they're doing that, and even with the Vargeist, uh, I think they're doing the old. Um, uh, I think that, I, I like that they're playing with it. I think that's just a really nice mm. touch. So. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, I think it does also the Vargeist opens up some uh, interesting. Uh, modeling options. I've seen some nice kind of different models of giant bats and stuff, and you know, which are, which is cool. Which is yeah, really cool. Yeah. Um, the the other stars, the like Captain Karina, uh, Von Rees. What did what do we make of her? I yeah, mm, I'm not a fan of the model. Hmm. Uh. I I think that's probably like I I've said this before on here. I think the Forge World star player models are either a hit or a miss. It's mm. they're either amazing or I'm like what what why would you I don't understand you know. Um, and that one's a bit of a miss for me. Uh, in terms of in terms of her rules, I think I think yeah I, I can she's going to be pretty amazing. Yeah, but only on a vampire team. Oh yeah. If she's still got bloodlust, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 she ruled herself out for playing for other people because there's no, there's no one to bite. 
Oh, maybe. But she has her special rule, which is she can bite an opposition oh. once per match. So if she's rolling bloodlust, you know, twelve times in the course of a match, and she bites an yeah. opponent one of those times, that's like one turnover. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. bad? Compare her to someone like Carla von Kill, which is the non-Sylvanian spotlight sort of equivalent. Um, dodge, jump up, hypnotic gaze. Wow, how many teams would benefit from a hypnotic gaze player? Yeah. Movement yeah, seven instead of, is a bit of a... edge two. Yeah. This is like this is a real vampire on your team. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did anyone edge get, two? Uh, is because they were looking into whether or not you could. Um... You could bite uh, 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 with her on a on a on an undead team or on a necromantic team. No one was a hundred percent certain what the rules really were. But now that the spike is out, so mm. bloodlust must be a thrall, or can it just be a? Well, on her rules, it says uh, once per game, Katrina fails a bloodlust roll, she may choose to bite an opposition player with strength three or lower. As if they were a thrall. Yeah. So if we go... Thrall linemen, it's capitalised, not just like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Likewise, cool. you know, she is a Sylvanian spotlight player, so, um, you know, there's, it's not like you can just take that on anyone. So. I love the models as well, in general, I think. I think, But I'm not 100% happy. She's just that... I'm not sure why they decided on that hat. Um, I yeah. think it's the Vampire <laughs> Coast options, the sort of Vampire Coast piratey kind of vibe of... Lustria. Yeah. I've only really, I don't know, I'm not really big up on the Warhammer lore anymore, but uh, I've only really come across them in um, Warhammer Total War, yeah. uh, where there's like a whole sort of thing for them. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I think there are people who love it and people who don't. And I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, not sure myself. But um, yeah. I must admit, uh, yeah, I don't think there'll be anything better than the third edition Count Luther than I've got at the moment. So, you know. I can keep that new one as much as I quite like his diamond-shaped glasses and all, but, you know. Oh, yeah. I do like the new one. I love That is a model I want to get hold of. That is a pretty model, the new, yeah. the new Count Lufa. Yeah. Definitely. He's stylish. Well, honest, I, I, got to, I got to run with him the other day. He, um, he had a wee run out for one of my teams. He was fantastic. Look, let's not let's not skip on past Ivan the Animal Death Shroud, if, oh, only, yeah. for yeah, his, my top. if only for his special... Dwarven Scourge rule. Once per game, when an opposing player is knocked down as a result of a block action performed by Ivan, you may apply a plus one modifier to the armor roll. Uh, if the if it is against a Dwarven player from any team, you can get a plus two instead. Which is awesome. Yeah. Always, <laughs> always not? nice to see awesome. something that targets the Dwarves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he's got block, DP, Juggernaut, Loner, regen, strip ball, tackle, mm. six, four, four plus edge, five yeah. plus pass, nine plus armor. That's, and then 190, I think that's quite affordable for a, a fairly decent sort of uh, blitz type. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd keep him for sweet. For 190, block, strip ball, tackle, strength four. That is oh, awesome. Yeah, Nobody is going to. Awesome. No, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Is he destined so. for a megastar or? Oof. Don't know. That's it's possible. Uh, with, on, with, uh, that yeah, price, at uh, that price, at uh, that price, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's pretty reasonable. Um, I gotta say that, and again, Games Workshop have done a great job. I think of some of the fluff in here as well, and it's it's very funny. Some of the 
bon, uh, John Bon Jovi things for like because Cantaloupe is a bit of a rock star and <laughs> um, all 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 a little bits and the stuff with Ivan the Animal as well. It's uh, I really did enjoy that. Um, yeah. Um, um, it's sort of things that make me sort of think you know what I might give some of these dare I say darker teams a bit of a go because you know if it's all just teenage angst and pale makeup I'm not sure I'm interested but uh, there's there's enough here that makes me chuckle and think you know what I I think I could get behind that you know even some of the little cartoons of the uh, of of the bats flapping around the place is just just great I did, I did also like in the Vampire Noble Leagues um, the the cash incentive thing. I thought that that's another one of those kind of fluffy things you could bring in uh, to something. You know, like having a oh, how does that work? It, so it was it's roll a da and you get extra money at the end, uh, but you could do it for extra, an extra point or something in the um, tournament or something. But you know, like. For taking, uh, was it your noble wins the wager at the end of the game if your team makes three or more casualties? There's some that are really difficult, you know, like uh, um, saying like if, uh, your noble wins the wager at the end of the game if uh, you have not conceded a touchdown, oh, yeah. or um, you know if you if you get like a certain amount of passes, or your team has scored three or more touchdowns, you know that's. It's um, it was it was quite a nice fluffy wee thing, and I just wondered how you could play with something like that, you know, into those uh, rule yeah. sets as well. Yeah, yeah. sort of random, adding random goals to your league. You don't know what they're going to be, and they might not suit your team. But sure. if you can, yeah, yeah. you know, go for that third touchdown of your game. Yeah, 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 and then you've suddenly got some kind of bonus points or something. But it, which is which is quite yeah. It's, it's it's quite nice as well. well. Yeah, getting getting a bit of golden center. It's always in in those, and this is like as a that like I would have loved this uh, when I was young. We'd be, you know, we'd be going okay, right, boys. You know, fourteen, thirteen year old trick is going right. We're playing a blooming vampire counts league now. You know, mm-hmm. like and we're we're doing we're doing that league. Oh, we're doing the Lusterian League or something. That is stuff that I'd really want. And I really hope, and I, I don't know if this happens, but if these these spikes get in the hands of those like kind of young kids uh, with imaginations who think, oh, this is, you know, and they're, they're bringing out the dinosaurs to have, have round the pitch or whatever, you know. Yeah, um, sure. That's what I'm hopeful for. Um, yeah, but you never know. Do you take your spikes to school, Tricky? Put them up on the little no. library or something? <laughs> no. no, no, they stay in, they stay in like individual pockets where nobody likes them. No, I, I read, I read, well, I, was, I read. I, I, I see what you mean. I, I hadn't put the sticky fingered situation into account here. I just assumed that no, no, they hadn't no. been approved by the ministry. So you know. <laughs> Terrible yeah, yeah. idea. I um, yeah, I I would. Uh, I read Coffin Corner every time. To uh, me, me and my son always read Coffin Corner. He's like, "Oh, can we read Coffin Corner?" Excellent. That's the, you know, that's a bit of fun. And that's kind of like you know. I remember. Did you know when I was like? Did you know it was just always brilliant? You're like, oh god, you know the Chaos All Stars. Yep. Yep. Did you know they eat their coach? Um, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If they lose, uh, 
And if they win, they eat them raw. It's like, wait, yeah, we love it, you know? Um, so, yeah, I think that's the... This nostalgia me is hoping these these find their way to them. Um, well, you will be listening to this podcast, no doubt. <laughs> of course, absolutely. <laughs> We're all here. We're all here. That's it. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, fantastic. And, and I'm just going to take this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to call it the last minute for this show this evening. But um, I'm just going to have a quick look here, and I'm just having a whale of a time, sort of as a, a an offshoot of what you're saying there, Tricky. Where they've got the special rules for vampire balls, uh, mm. and you can either have a bat ball, which is you know, um, basically if nobody's got a hold of the ball, it scatters a d8 every turn as the blood-soaked ball attracts the attention of some local bats and they try to steal it away. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or a restrained Vargling ball, which it goes on to say, Varglings are strange beings, essentially miniature Vargeists that prey on small creatures. Uh, so whenever a player is in possession of a restrained Vargling ball, is activated, roll a d6, roll over one, the player immediately drops the ball as the Vargling bites their hand. Nice. Um, yeah. This does not cause a turnover, and the player may still continue their activation as normal. Well, I've, you know, if you're Kemri or dwarves, that's going to be a bleeding nightmare, isn't it? Really, you've got to <laughs> yeah. pick up the ball, or, or like Nurgle, you've got to continually pick up the ball. <laughs> Doesn't end your turn, but you've got to try and pick it up again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's just it. It's like on one level, you're like, oh, well, that's not so bad, but you go like, well. What your your Nurgle? You've got two re rolls per half, and you've not got any sure hands. And you know, you've got a, a Pestigore who's who's got the ball. It's potentially a bit of a tight cage, and then the ball bounces yeah. one square, and you're like, "Oh God, no!" <laughs> um, That's it. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm sure I think those, those elf players on the two plus stage is rubbing their hands with glee, but you know. Yeah, I think I think that is the thing on the on the competitive end. You're always like, oh my god! But then it, there used to be there used to be that randomness, you know, that, a bit more randomness. And I know the kickoff table is probably enough randomness for some people, but like it's it's yeah, you know, it's it's it is interesting. It's it's uh, it's meant to be a slightly strange sport, but um, with all these things happen as well, you know. Uh, which really throw people out, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like that's um, yeah, it's a different side of the game, isn't it? To compared to your your tournaments. Well, your, your... What what just occurs to me, you know, it's um, I'm not saying it's a bad thing that the elves have sort of generally had a bit of a nerf in the new version, but you know, do you add a tournament and have that as one of the rules? I don't know if that's NAF friendly or not, but it is one where you go like, well, look, if you if the general builds are trending in one direction and you're trying to break them up, is that the way that you can help bring them, you know, rebalance the overall game a bit more? Yes. You know, I'm just looking at the Orcs Bay again and look how many, you know, edge four teams are there. Well, there's stuff all, there's a lot of Biff teams. So if all of a sudden you've got a a chance of the ball disappearing on you and you have to go pick it up every turn, well, suddenly you might start looking at some of the more agile teams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, that's that. That that's actually a very good point, Simon. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got my creative juices flowing now that we're about to finish up. <laughs> so, <you> know. <laughs> Thank goodness you're here. <laughs> All good. Oh, brilliant. All right. 
All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. I hope you enjoyed uh, this month's Paoteroa. We hope to see you at Mainland Bowl soon. Thanks to Arlo for guest appearance on the Orcs Bay Horn. And uh, yeah, cheers, Arlo. And we hope we'll see you you again soon. Thanks for listening to Paoteroa, the New Zealand Blood Bowl podcast.